yo what's going on everybody it is wednesday night 9 p.m eastern standard time and it's your boys mike and mish here mission accomplished what's going on mike what's up buddy i'm chilling as usual as I'm usual. fired up why are you so fired up i don't know i'm excited because uh you know what did we have one show last week you were all sick and shit oh yeah, yeah. i was all sick and shit that's yeah, right <laughs> you were you were sick and shit I was sick and shit, but you know what? The COVID really only knocked me on my ass for like two days, maybe three. Um, I've felt pretty good since like, I don't know, Saturday, since like Saturday. Even I felt good enough to do a live with Leo on Monday. Me and him talked some, some UFC stuff. And uh, I went back to work yesterday, actually. And then I got a call from work today saying, uh, Hey, when are you coming back to work? And I said, I was there yesterday. What are you talking about? And then the person on the other end of the line was like, uh, you came to work yesterday? You didn't get cleared medically by med yeah, You need to get shit. an EKG. I'm like, what the fuck do I need an EKG for? They're like, want to make sure your fucking heart still works correctly. I'm like, what? Never heard of such a thing. <laughs> never heard of such a thing in my life. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, so you know what? I, I got to go tomorrow morning at 9.30 to get an EKG to make sure that my heart is still working correctly. And then uh, if all goes well, I'm going to go back to work next Tuesday. So, Is it weird that up to this point, I haven't caught COVID one time, and I'm actually so aggravated that now I kind of want to catch it? I don't know why. I feel left out now. I feel like everybody around me, you, freaking my brother <laughs> and his family, my mom might have it now. Like everybody's getting it except me. So now I feel left out. Like everyone's like, oh, I'm, COVID. Dude, and they're all talking about it. Sure. And I just sit in a corner, like lonely, like, oh, I don't, I never had it. So I really Mike, can't tell you. But I'm my mother in law, my mother in law tested positive like three days ago. So if you come over here, you tongue her for like a minute, you shove your hand, you shove your mouth right on her mouth. Yeah. Just for like one solid minute. Head okay. out, head out, dude. I think you'd be good. I think you have it, man. I think and that's then, and I might then, get two things, right? Divorced? COVID. Oh, three. COVID, <laughs> divorced, and a sugar mama. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Things dude. are looking See? up. Uh, you know things what? Things are See? looking up. Things are looking up. Yo, so anyways, tonight we were supposed to have three guests. It is down to two, but two. we're gonna have a great time with these two guys anyway. Next week. Mike and I will be in Schenectady, New York for Cage Wars 50. We have a fighter that's going to be making his debut on that card tonight. I mean, on that card that night, but he'll be on with us tonight. His name is AJ Morales. He'll be on in a minute. Following him will be uh, Albert Inclan, who will be fighting David Diaz at BKFC Fight Night Jacksonville. I can't believe that that card's not a numbered card. It should be. That card is so stacked. But, number uh, that card. Number that card. But anyways. Number that card. Eric Williams says new challenge. I don't know what that new challenge is. Is he trying to challenge you to come over to my house oh, and make, no. out, make out with my mother? Yes. <laughs> yes, I think he is. Because last time he challenged me to eat a ranch Oreo and I did it. But the thing is, is that Kyle's mother-in-law is not currently in my house or challenge accepted. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So with that said, let's bring this boy on. Let's get to know him. I could start he driving now. No, 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 no. We got a show to do, Mike. We got people in the audience, and we they all want to know who AJ Morales is. So without further ado, making his debut against Jason Hackett at at uh, Cage Wars 50 on January 21st, AJ Morales. What's going on, guys? What is going on, bro? How are you? Oh, I'm well, how are you? 
We are good. Obviously, you just heard some of that conversation, so you don't know us, but I'm Kyle Mish. That's Mike Hunnell. This is the Mike and Mish Show. Mission accomplished. The spot where combat sports meets combat vets, but you can tell by me trying to talk him into making out with my mother-in-law that we're a little fucked up, so I hope you're ready for this. It's all good. I was expecting, I was <laughs> expecting the worst, in all honesty. Yeah. No, well, you know no, what? Very good. If you know Ben Field... Yeah. Right. Yeah. Then you're okay. <laughs> like uh we are nothing. If you if you're okay with Ben Field, then don't don't expect too much out of us. My daughter wanted to listen to that interview. Um, and I was like, I'm sorry, you cannot. And then I I I tried <laughs> to see it like how like you know, whatever, and her jaw just dropped for like a split second. I was like, all right, yeah, yeah, you can't watch this. I, I forgot how bad this Dude, is. Ben is a character <laughs> of characters. That guy, I cannot Great wait. Guy. He invited me and Mike to come up there next week. We're going to cover the event. We're going to do some uh, cage side, side interviews, backstage interviews. We're really looking forward to it. Um, we're going to sit cage side with them. So Same. should be a good time. And uh, I don't know if you know this, but Ben and I made a bet at the beginning of last year. Right. One year ago, me and him made a bet on who would be the uh, 125 pound UFC women's champion at the end of 2021. Oh, and this fucking Stunad says Lauren Murphy. And I said, I will bet my entire life that you are wrong. Valentina (laughs) Shevchenko will not lose that title to Lauren Murphy. Are you fucking insane? I almost stabbed him through the screen. I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. So he was like, hey, you know what? When we put a wager on it, the loser has to dress in full drag and uh, we got to do something, do something special. So we came up with after the weigh-ins uh, next week, where, wherever we go out, whatever bar we go out to, uh, my, I mean, Ben will be in full drag. <laughs> I will doll him up as Lauren Murphy. And Did we he, that's what you just intentionally? know. Yeah. Was this like something he wins I think twice? So. <laughs> I think you're on to something. <laughs> yeah. No. Say it was a bet now. I love you, Ben. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. All right. So enough about that. Let's talk about you, AJ, man. You're making, you, this is your debut? Yeah. yeah. Debut. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? You just said you have a daughter. So tell us a little bit about your background first. Um, from Buffalo, New York. Uh, been training for seemingly ever. Um, I think awkwardly everything I did kind of culminates to this as my path here, which is super weird. Like, you know, you don't really think about all the steps on the journey until you're like having your fight and you're just like, Oh snap, I'm actually doing this. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I mean, I've been mostly, I'm going to put this most of the big building blocks I got in MMA came through uh, work with Corey Norman, who you guys had on a while back. So I've um, been with him, like just kind of working at this over 10 years, probably more like 15. So um, now I'm finally having a fight go through most of my, like, well, every fight I've had planned fell through and it happened so many times. Um, it's been it's a long very road. Discouraging. What's that? It's been a long road for you yes. to get a fight. Um, and I mean, some of that was, you know, when I was actively trying in my early 20s, it was illegal in New York State. So like I'd try and get a fight in like Ohio or something like that. And then, you know, it would fall through or they just wouldn't get back to me. And I think they didn't want to like, you know, have any 
risk of a loose end on their part or something. I, I don't know, but how old are you? A lot of people back out. Um, AJ, had a lot of AJ. Like, how old are you? Uh, I am 34. You're 34. So you've been, you've been going at this for, you said 15 years. So you've been going at it hard for a long time. Around when you said, yeah, when you said you were trying to cat, you were trying to book fights and it was illegal in New York. Yeah. It was a long time ago. Yeah. That's been, it's been a long time. So, yeah. Um, your, your, uh, your mixed martial arts, mixed martial arts background. What, what is your like strongest suit? Jiu-jitsu, kickboxing, boxing. Um, that's the weird thing, right? So, um, I honestly didn't have enough like discipline or patience to really stick in one sport and, uh, or like one discipline. Right. Uh, as I was younger, when I was younger. And, um, I think also part of it was when you take a, you know, a jujitsu or a kickboxing or, you know, whatever you start realizing like there's holes, like, the, the classic little kid, like jerk kid is just like, well, what would he do if I did this? You know, like kind of thing. And then you start realizing like, oh, you're going down these tunnels that aren't actually going to get taught. And um, I feel like I kind of <clears throat> understood it to not be a complete system. And so I, I was like half invested in a lot of different arts. And then when I came across uh, Casey's Fitness and Corey teaching MMA, I got involved there realized i was naturally pretty scrappy just as which i knew before but um and then realizing like oh we're doing everything here like oh at the end of class like i'm actually getting to fight people that's sick let me do this um <laughs> that's so, the best part right yeah, yeah. i mean well that that's the other thing too right is like um i heard this expression recently like when you give a kid a hammer everything becomes a nail and it's like <laughs> when you when you're a little kid taking karate they gave you a hammer and it's like but nothing can be a nail and it's right. just like who the fuck wants a hammer then like so but at the end of mma it's just like well guess what let's see who learned the most or let's see who can bludgeon the other one to shit like let's find out let's <laughs> let's see how this goes so that's uh you know it became very real to me and uh i dig it so i've just been you know mostly I mean, obviously you take breaks to, you know, start a family and all that stuff or, you know, work stuff, whatever. But I mean, for the greater part of 15 years, I've been hanging out with Corey doing MMA stuff. So what do you do uh, for a living when you're not training? <laughs> uh, honestly, like I have such a short attention span. I'll do like a random thing for like two years and then just bounce. Um, <laughs> but right now I was recently hired as a, like a store manager for an errands. And then I was just like, it actually surprisingly paid a lot. And I was like, that's weird. And then I, I got the job and realized why. And it's because it's fucking awful. It is, it is so much more work than just like running a retail store. Uh, like I was a sit, like I was learning to run it and I was like, I don't, I don't want to do this. And there it was like 55 hours. We always like, fuck that. No, not worth the money. And, uh, retail. and the other thing too, is when, when upon being hired, I was like, um, I was like, they offer me a flexible schedule and then i realized i couldn't train and i was like nah. so uh, i was just gonna say that like working as a supervisor of anything you're gonna put in that you know yeah. 50 60 hours a week just yeah. you know because you care right if, yeah. if, if you care enough about the job you're gonna put in the extra hours and for a person like yourself that's gonna take away from time to actually yeah. sharpen the craft that you really care about you know what i mean and also be a dad and a parent 
For and sure. Are you married? Uh, technically still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was just saying, I things don't work out all the time. It's fine. It's whatever. Right. No, that's cool, uh, man. So you have a daughter, and uh, yeah. I heard on yeah. the podcast with Ben the story behind her name, which I thought was pretty yeah. cool and unique yeah. in a way, you know? So I don't think a lot of our viewers have heard this story. So if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, when actually I can go further into this story. Sure. Um, when <clears throat> my wife was pregnant, uh, we were looking for names and she just had a bunch of fucking abysmal names. Like I remember <laughs> one of them was, one of them was, uh, Melina Carmelina Morales. And I was like, I was like, we're not naming the baby Tila Tequila. Like, no. <laughs> and uh, and I was just like, at first I wanted Kimora because I thought like, oh, sick. Like, it can pass as a girl name. It's also like. Something you could snap me. somebody's arm off. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and she didn't want that for some reason. And then uh, somehow we came across Gemma. And I was like, that's the one. And she kind of liked it. And I was like, haha, I got it. I was like, yeah, it ends in MMA, sucker. And <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of got what I wanted. Um, but yeah, my daughter is cool. adorable. She's great. Best thing ever. So. Gemma's a good name. I, I got a couple friends that have daughters named Gemma. It got real popular a few years back when um, Sons of Anarchy was on TV. And yeah. uh, and what's her name? Peggy Bundy was named Gemma on that show. Yeah. You know what's That's funny? Because I don't watch a lot of TV. Mm -hmm. Um, but I saw the scene where she bashes someone in the face with a skateboard, and I was like, "That's lit!" Like, yeah, like, yeah. Do you know what? My She's daughter a... can be named after this woman. Oh man! Later on in the show, I'm going to spoil it for anybody who's never seen it before. Um, <laughs> I haven't. Gemma seen kills one of the main characters in her kitchen with one of those. You know those like meat. The electric fork. scissor thing? No, no, no. You know the meat, like meat forks. I don't know what you even call it. It's got two real sharp spikes at the end of it for like grilling and stuff. Yeah, it's not I a know, fork. Yeah. Well, she sticks one of those in like the soft part of the back of the skull Ooh. and just oh, rams it in. Yet. Yeah, it just crushes it in there with her head like up against the kitchen counter, and then drops her on the floor. And it's what like one it? of the main people. I was like, fucking Gemma, <laughs> man. A roasting fork. Thank you, Big Ben. Hey, uh, Big Ben had a question for you, uh, AJ. Where do you see yourself in your career five years from now? Oh, it's man. taken you 15 years to get here. You're, <laughs> ma you're making your debut. Uh, all goes well. You want to stay active, get as many fights in as possible, and maybe make a run at pro? I don't know. Probably not. Um, honestly, at this point, I'm doing it just to get it off. Like, I, I don't want to die and not have done it. That that's really what it is, is – um, I also would really like a, a championship belt for my, my, uh, I don't know, living room, just a centerpiece or something, you know, that'd be sick. Um, yeah. but I mean, let, let's be real about it. Right. If one, one thing about me is I like to be the, if I can't be in like the top 10% of something, I don't want to fucking do it. Like, uh, I could do that for coaching. I, I know that without trying to sound arrogant or anything like that, I know I'm a great coach. Um, so that's, you, that's my path. You're and coaching I like the triple more. champ, man. What's you coach the triple champ. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it's, he, ho he coaches himself too, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. 
but hey, look, I mean, the guy's successful. You're his training partner and coach, right? So in, in all honesty, like I'm more proud. Look, I love Corey, whatever, but I'm probably more proud of Liz Gelia's win or uh, Joe Kaiser's win because uh, Liz had no fighting experience and they were cage wars was just desperately trying to get a girl that seemed like she was going to be the next big thing and for whatever reason liz just was like probably drunkenly was like i'll fight that bitch but you know <laughs> whatever had five weeks to train so we just trained i i trained her for every day for five weeks and then she she won her fight pretty by a large margin you know that's and, awesome um, when you're and, training when you're training for a fight against amateurs that are making their debuts mm -hmm. like do you just work on the basics and that's it or or do you come up with i mean do you do you have like uh do you have some some uh some plants yeah. around trying to find out oh, what your no. opponent no. is good I, at? i've thought about that but that just seems a little unnecessary um they like um, tacos i i would i would love to I would love to say all of the many treasures for this that I that I have, but I don't want to. I don't. I think that that's strategically the wrong move. Okay. So I don't. I don't want other coaches to look at fights the way I do. It just doesn't benefit my team. So <laughs> there you go. Um, you're fighting a guy named Jason Hackett. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What can you tell us about him? You don't have to give um, us a game plan or anything, but like, where is he from yeah. your area? You are you familiar with Jason? No, no. Um, I'm going to not give everything that I could surmise about Jason Hackett publicly, but uh, I can go down a tunnel, you know, like of of you. I don't know for fact, but I can I can figure out enough. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I can tell he's, well, this is what we know, right? He's 21 wrestled since like fifth grade or something like that. White belt in jujitsu, but probably better than your average white belt. Cause he wrestled for so long. He's wrestled for so long. Yeah. 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 Um, that's about what we got. I probably know more. Um, but not like I know for sure. It's just. Look, I've been around this long enough to figure out how you're coming out, what your game plan is, what's the tempo that you're probably going to bring, like, you know, like, what's it going to feel like when we clinch up? Like, you know, like, I, I, I probably, I probably fought enough people that bring that similar skill set where it's just like, okay, I know this matchup. Okay. Yeah. So. Is he like, was he a collegiate wrestler or anything like that? Yeah. He went, yeah, okay. Um, Joe Ivy has a great comment here and I was looking at you talking and I was going to say, and I was going to suggest maybe like changing the S in your last name to like a Z because you know, the old saying, you never fuck with a guy with the, uh, mustacheless beard and a Z in his last name. Like the fucking, that, but yeah, sure. <laughs> like the Kyle made that up. Halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> the old saying like, you know, uh. You know, if you know, none of any of those guys that have a beard, no mustache, you know, and a fucking crazy last name, you just stay the fuck away from them, man. They know too much and they're too goddamn good. And like, you look like you fit right into that group. 
I, I would like to hope so, but we'll see. I mean, technically, I mean, I have a bunch of MMA sparring rounds, you know, like I've been doing this for a while, but I, you know, we, no one knows, you know what I'm saying? My guy could be pretty good and, you know, uh, he could be really, really good. I could just have an off night, you know, people slip, I could be injured, like, you know, whatever, who knows what happens. Um, yep. So. Now your fight, because you guys are, he's debuting as well, right? Yeah. And like with the amateur rules, you guys aren't allowed to ground and pound to the face. Like yeah. you can't punch in the face on the ground, right? Are you guys going to be wearing shins? Are you guys going to wear shin guards? Uh, you cut out for a second. Hello? Yeah, I think he's freezing up here. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I want to know what the, uh, the, the, I want to know what the rule set for you guys is. I, 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 I haven't been to a ton of amateur fights, so I know that you you guys cannot do like certain things like ground and pound to the to the face or to the head, and you'll probably be wearing shin guards, correct? Yeah. So yeah. rules are no elbows at all, knees are only to the body, and no ground and pound uh, to the head. God. So uh, th other so than that... that we're wearing shin guards, and that's pretty much it. Three three minute rounds. Yeah, I would imagine like. I'm sure you guys train when you're sparring at the end of your training sessions and you guys are going at it with each other and you're fucking throwing hands and elbows and you're ground and pounding each other. And now you're, 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 you're finally making your debut against Jason Hackett and you got to dial back some of that stuff. Um, you think that's going to, you think you'll slip up at all? And <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. I just feel like no, with me, I, I, like you've been doing it for so long. Like I'm going to bring this kid down and just pound him out. But, but you know, there's, I mean, there's, there's a lot of times where, you know, you just, you're so trained to do something mm. that like, it's hard like, to turn it off. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> we I'll tell you a funny story <laughs> really okay. quick. Cause I love this. There was one time I fell asleep in a recliner and uh, I just had uh, a fighting dream and I woke myself up by literally pivoting off the recliner and I just like had a complete arm bar locked in. And it's just like, dude, like I've been just completely not conscious and doing the right thing for the matchup. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 hard to turn a lot of that stuff off, you know, like people in, in sparring we injure each other or i shouldn't say injure but like we'll disobey the person we're sparring with you know we'll just be like hey like no ground and pound right and it's like okay yeah and then you get them down as you're punching them in the face and you just like part of that muscle memory that had is kind of negated by the fact that like yeah but i do this all the time it's instinctual mm -hmm. yeah like if it wasn't instinctual then you have a problem so we we see this me and Mike cover a lot of bare knuckle as well. Yep. And I don't know if you've watched any bare knuckle, but you, you remember Houston Alexander fought in the UFC, fought in strike yeah. force, big dude. Yeah. Good he fight just, with Kimbo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he fought Kimbo. Um, he made his debut at BKFC pretty recently, three, four, five months back maybe. And he rocked a dude with a right hand. And as the dude was going down, he hit him again. And it yeah. was just instinctual because in MMA – you follow him down and you hit him again until the referee stops you. Mm -hmm. uh, the dude was down for sure. It, the guy was knocked out on the first punch. And as he, he was falling, he followed through and hit him again and just lit, put the lights out 
you know, almost Twice. for good on this fucking guy. And uh, I think I think it came down to he had been doing it for 20 years as an MMA fighter. It was just instinctual for him to throw that second punch as he went down. Um, we had a couple of questions in in the uh, in the comments. Now Susan Walker asking why they wear the shin guards, and then Joe Ivy says it's for all Amies, but that's not that's not true, right? Once you had a certain number of amateur fights, yes, that you guys, you're, you're how many how many amateurs do you have to uh, have? I mean, how many Amy fights do you have to have before you can shed the shin guards? I believe you have to have two with shin guards on, and okay. then they take them off. And then okay. you're kind of like matched up accordingly, like if you're in your first two versus. And then like when when um Kyle uh, Glasheen fought for the featherweight title, they they were allowed to ground and pound. It, it was amateur, but they were allowed to ground and pound. Is is there a certain number of fights you need before you could start doing that as well? Yeah, to my understanding, it's two fights where everything's kind of like dipping your toes in the water, and then after two fights, it's like. You know, now we can allow knees to the head or now we can allow, you know, uh, ground and pound. Elbows. I still think, at least at Cage Wars, I think that you're it's still uh, illegal to elbow. Okay. But, um, I mean, obviously I've been getting involved in amateur rules over the course of, you know, however many years. I don't know where it, how it is everywhere, but I know, like, some places you're allowed to elbow, but you can't knee and, you know, stuff like that, so... I think it's probably the state athletic commission kind of setting those rules is my, is my guess. Let me ask you something. Do you like, <clears throat> do you like wearing the shin guards? Um, I don't mind them. The, the like, reason why I'm asking is like a lot of people have been breaking legs in the last couple of years with yeah. the, you know, uh, Weidman and Silva mm -hmm. and Connor. Um, it's been happening more and more. And Chael Sonnen actually was like, and, uh, Joe Rogan as well. They said, uh, shin guards make more sense in mma than the gloves do like yes, you could absolutely. you could t take the four ounce gloves off fight barehanded but throw the fucking shin guards on and make sure everyone stops breaking their goddamn legs would you yeah. agree with, with a comment like that i think that that's a weird mixed bag and i think no matter what happens anytime you change the rules you're favoring one party or another right so like getting rid of the gloves honestly as a grappler like helps a grab to lock, to lock a submission to grab your hands together and you know like dude so much easier without gloves you can sneak them in more you can pull an arm out easier like you've essentially nerfed the striker and you're complimenting the wrestler so it's just like how what what does mma look like now you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, um, yeah. makes a lot of sense so <laughs> but i i like shin guards but i also have to acknowledge that the con is they slide around like crazy are we going to stop action when a shin guard like slides off you know what i'm saying like or turns around um <laughs> and also like if your game plan is to be the guy that you know kicks a thigh or kicks a head or whatever like how are, are you nerfing that like because here's the thing right is if you're a big powerful guy now you're just hitting with you know complete disregard you get to play like use your leg like it's a warhammer right you don't have any as much of that like um that sting mm. but if your plan is to sting somebody because you have super bony legs like now hitting that nerve doesn't do the same because it's more like a uh, surface area kind of spread out throughout that muscle or, you know the calf or the quad or whatever so 
don't know. That's just yeah. my synopsis of it in these last 30 seconds. I haven't. Yeah, really no, no, no. It's, it's an interesting conversation that kind of just yeah. drummed up. I don't know if you know how me and Mike do this, but like uh, we kind of just shoot from the hip yes, on every I one of it. our conversations here. We, we kind of flow. Um, we, yeah. we just go with the flow of the conversation here. That's right. But um, the best way. Yeah, it is the best way. What we what we usually do on this show is just try to open up the personality of the fighter so everyone knows who the hell they're fighting and, and who are, who they're watching so they can become a fan. And with that said, we do a speed round with everybody. We do five questions, not so fight related, just to get the personality of the fighter out there. And we'd like to do one with you if you would uh, if you'd like to take part. I don't want to, but yeah, let's go. Yeah, sure, you do. <laughs> ah, come on, you it's do. It's gonna be you fun. Do. It's gonna Speed be round with AJ Morales. Here we go. Number one, what is a food that you hated as a kid but you love now and vice versa? Food I hated as a kid but love now is salad. Uh, food I loved as a kid but hate now. I shouldn't say. Uh, you know what's a good one? Cake. Cake? What the fuck? Why are we eating cake? Those are fantastic answers because salad just – lumps up all uh, vegetables and most kids hate fucking vegetables and all yeah. they do is eat cake because they're sugar freaks like my kids and i gotta slap them down every once in a while you know number two here we go what is something that you are just terrible at spanish i'm hispanic born in puerto rico can't speak <laughs> spanish well man it's fucking abysmal i don't even try anymore <laughs> It's funny because I was going to say I'm terrible at Spanish too. We got, we've got that in common. Yeah, but you know, well, you, you when know, someone finds a, out that you're like, you were born in Puerto Rico, your parents were born in Puerto Rico, their parents were born in Puerto Rico, like, and I don't speak Spanish, like I get so much shit. Mike and I have a soldier. Like I had a soldier that was one of mine. One of my like. Now she's gone on to bigger and better things. She's like my star soldier. It, it's the one that. You get you get that student that came in the door and kind of was like a little bit of a lazy a lazy person when they walked into your gym at first and now they're like flourishing. She's that one for me in the army. She is Mexican, comes from so SoCal, Cal, uh, Southern California. Her whole family is fluent in Spanish. She can't speak fucking any of it. She said, "I can understand a little bit of it." Yeah, same. I'm like, "How did you grow up in that house?" Like, your mom, your mom speaks fluent Spanish and. She goes, I just never home. <laughs> with, okay. I, I feel like with me, they just uh, tried to emphasize English so much that it was just like once they stopped speaking Spanish in the house, it was just like it was those like early pivotal years that really matter. So DJ Tony says he's Jersey Rican. He speaks uh, Spanglish. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, if you could visit any place in the U.S., where would it be? Alaska, probably Alaska. I just. You ever been? No, no. I mean, I hate the cold, but I like the idea that it's different and far away, and I'm probably not going to have to deal with too many people. And, you know, it, I guess there's just a bunch of weird. What's up? I was going to say that's where most people that are trying to get away from something that, like, yeah. criminals on the run, uh, you know, people with outstanding warrants. <laughs> That was another thing, as I was going to say, I bet the people in Alaska all have some good fucking stories. Yeah. Like, so. We had a, we had a, we have a guy in our unit that was stationed in Alaska for like six years and he did MMA up there. And he was like, mm -hmm. dude, there's smokers everywhere. 
He's like, yeah. there's, there's, there's little smoker shows all over fucking Alaska because everyone goes up there and, uh, what else you know, you know, they'll fight anywhere they want to fight. They'll just, they'll just put on a show. And he's like, I, I bought a few smokers myself. I'm like, that's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. All right. Number four, Mike. Number four, uh, if you I could mean, instantly learn to do anything, what would it be? I mean, Spanish is the easy answer, but I could try and think of something else. <laughs> um, uh, tap out Corey Norman. That'd be sick. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big boy, was, man. We were thinking about, like, I said, like, just automatically be the best at playing the guitar. So, boom, like, now you're just... You could be a rock star. You do whatever you want. Make some music. And then he's he, Kyle. What did you say? What did I say? I thought I said be the best battle rapper. Oh, no, no. Best battle oh, rapper yeah. on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what did you say? Yeah. That's what I said. Best battle rapper. I was like, because I can't rap. I listen yeah. to rap music. I love rap music, but like I could never freestyle rap. And uh, how, how cool would it be to just instantly be fucking the best battle rapper on the planet? Yeah, just just like, going around fucking. Just to on the on the spot be more like clever than anyone else yeah. and insult someone. Just eat him up right there on the yeah. spot. Yeah, it, it would be freaking fantastic. That's I'd probably be a better, better soldier too. <laughs> I wouldn't even have yeah. an employee who wants to do that. Yeah. All right. Last question. What is the funniest real name you've ever heard? It was That's almost. Fine. It was almost oh. your daughter. <laughs> gotta let it down. You gotta let it. Try to say Mish. <laughs> there you go. Mish, Mish is a good. Mish That's is a his good last one. name. It is my last name. Yeah. Man. No. I, I. Um. I got nothing, man. I'm sorry. I'm All gonna right. tell you. I, okay. Go you go, Mike. You go first. All right, so, I'll tell you so this is somebody who I didn't get to meet myself personally, but I felt like I did because. My wife used to work in retail at New York and Company, which is like a women's clothing store. You see it in a lot of malls, but they're out of business because of COVID. So anyways, <laughs> this woman would come in and she handed Stephanie her credit card and the name on it was Puddin. P-U-D-D-I-N. That's the woman's <laughs> name, Puddin. She went in there all the time after that. That's a real name, Puddin. I don't know what her last name is or if it's just Puddin, like Kyle Pop. said earlier, like Madonna. It's just Puddin. Artly, artist formerly known as Puddin. Uh, dude, there's a there was a uh, a famous twin, a set of twins down in Pennsylvania, uh, Lamangelo and Arangelo, spelt lemon jello and orange jello. <laughs> Lamangelo and Arangelo, baby, that's the one right there. I got nothing. I wish I wish I had a good one. I got nothing. I you know what's sad is like a week from now I'm just like ah oh, Sharkisha. No, yeah. no, it it happened to be so much better. <laughs> All right, man. Well, hey, we look forward to seeing you up there in New York. We're we're gonna we're really fired up about this. We'll see you up there at the weigh-ins and at the event, and um, we'll give you an opportunity. There you go, Morales versus Hacker, right there. You look like a psychopath in that fucking yeah, picture. Yeah, dude, I photographed terribly. <laughs> All right, <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> Take a minute, uh, shout some people out, thank anybody you want to thank, and, uh, you know, don't forget to shout out Ben Field for dropping questions like, are your girls still eating your fries and shit like that in the comment section here. Love you, Ben. <laughs> uh, everyone at Cage Wars, thank you. Um God damn, I don't know if I want to read this right now. Everyone at Cage Wars, thank you. <laughs> um, uh, shout out to my daughter, Gemma. 
love her. She's great. She's actually uh, one of my biggest fans. She'll come to MMA with me and then just give me like a golf clap or like a good head shake after a round. Good job. Good job. Like a proud, like, um, yeah. Um, <laughs> OP MMA, uh, Casey's fitness. Thank you. Uh, Corey Norman, Kevin Cunningham, the entire MMA team. Um, especially my friend Greg at the gym, dude, he's been a total gangster for me. He's been like my favorite, well, like, honestly, the only person that comes in anymore to, you know, be my sparring partner. So he's, he's got a set on him. So good for him. Thank you, Greg. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, keep a close circle. You know, that's really it. All right, man. Well, thank you very well, very much for coming on. Uh, we will see you next week. Best of luck in your fight, but you know, we'll Thanks. see you before beforehand and we'll talk it up a little bit. Maybe yeah. I'll do it. Well, maybe we'll get a little interview up in there in person, huh? Yep. All right. Thank you guys. All right, buddy. All right. Thanks. Thanks for coming on. See you. All right. That was AJ Morales. One half of I believe the opening fight on the card. Yeah. Cage I, Wars 50 against Jason Hackett. Yeah, we have it. Uh, shaboom. There it is. There it is. He's right down there at the first stop, 155-pound bout. Uh, We were supposed to have Kyle Glasheen coming on, but he had something pop up. He's going to come on tomorrow night at 10 p.m. So we got our second guest of the evening in the waiting room right now, Albert Inclan, big dog. He's going to be fighting. He's going to be fighting uh, David Diaz. Let's go, Pedro, himself on January 29th in Jackson, Mississippi. Here he is. What's going on? What's up, man? Appreciate you guys. What's up? What's up? What's going on? So where you, you're, you're obviously at your gym, right? Yes, sir. Legendary Central Boxing Gym. From what I understand, you're always at the gym. If you're not working, you're training. Is that true? Yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. If I'm not working, I'm training. I'm here. If I'm not here, I'm sleeping. And I barely sleep, to be honest. I got to tell you, man, um, I didn't know much about you, so I started doing like a deep dive into you, and you are one interesting dude who has a hell of a story, um, starting from trying out in, in Albuquerque to traveling to Florida and trying out again for BKFC. Um, no, I, I tried out in Arizona first. Oh, Arizona. My bad, my bad. Arizona. No, good. And then, and then Fort Lauderdale, correct? Yeah, um, I did the tryout, and then I flew out, and I met up with, man, shout out to Ryan Perez, man. That guy's been a blessing to me. He's been like, just, what, what do you call it? A mentor, that's what he's been for. But I went out there, and I got some rounds in with Jared, and then they told me that they are going to have a tryout in a couple of months, so then I came back. So, yeah, man, it's been a journey just to get into BKFC. So, so how did you hook up with Ryan Perez? Because from what I understand, you were just blowing up his DMs and trying to trying to, to get out there, and you kept telling him you wanted to fight Jared Grant. Is that what's going on? Yeah, because it, it came with, um, I don't know, probably just a competitiveness, but I was like, man, I'm, I'm, I want to see how, he, how hard he hit. And, bro, Jared, I'm not just trying to blow his whistle, man. That dude... It's annoying to say, but, man, he hurt my nose for a good four days after I got home. That guy could punch. I give him that. Jared could punch. He's scared, bro. He's scared. He definitely but, has some uh, skills, man. He, he he does. We saw him fight Travis Thompson live, and, man. I mean, it was, like, 
it was a, a beautiful display. I thought he did yeah. really well in that fight. Yeah, man. Yeah, Jay, Jay was cool. And when I, um, since the beginning, it was never like no haterness, you know? I, I, I'm not envying this. I'm not hating on what he got because that's him, you know? I understand that everyone has a moment and the time, and I'm just waiting for my time. Now it's my time. But um, I got connected with Ryan because somebody, I forgot who told me, but somebody told me uh, Ryan Perez is a good coach, and then I kept seeing um, his name here and there. Then I seen Bobby's name too, and then it was just, I don't know, just something. I'm very spiritual, you know, and I trust my, my intuition and my gut and everything. But something told me just to go, like, that, that you should go out there and connect with them. And I've had a lot of trainers in my day. Like, a lot of, like, sour shit has happened. Like, trainers getting mad at me because I had a thing going on with another fighter here. You know, and then there's a whole weird-ass love triangle. Weird shit when you meet coaches who never really made it. That, like, they see that you might have potential. I know I got a lot to learn and shit. But it just, I, that's why I have trust issues. But since day one, Ryan has showed me nothing but love, man. Like, them guys at Slaughterhouse, man, I love those guys. And I mean that, too. That's awesome. So, you got one guy in the comment that obviously, comments that obviously wants to fight you. Um, Who is it? Th- his name is Andrew Toppin. Our, our buddy Andrew Toppin. Sloppy Toppin. Sloppy Toppin. <laughs> <laughs> So what's your beef with him, man? What's 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 the deal with All right, you? So and, you and see, I'm, I'm you see how these new guys they like to just talk shit and throw shit. When I talked to Jared, it was mostly just skilled and gave me an opportunity of what I'm going through. You know, just give me the opportunity. But Toppin, um, somebody says some shit online, and next you know, like Toppin does, he just follows everybody, follow the trend, and next you know, all these people are talking shit to me, getting at me, and like, I don't. I don't just randomly look for beef, but if you mess with me, I, I'm extra, bro. I have no limitations. You know, I, I'll try to get you where it hurts. And now it's just nonstop. I really wanted to fight Toppin to begin with, but he wasn't ready. He didn't want to get beat up there. He said he needs a train for a little bit So, what? go ahead. No, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. I was going to say, what, what, you feel very, I feel like you're a very motivated person. So, something in your life really is driving you. What is it? What is that? It. What is that factor that's really pushing you? The, well, the most important one now is uh, my daughter. See, when I got, I, I got shot. It, it's, I got set up when I went to go drop my daughter off. I got set up by her mother. I got shot by her brother, and a bunch of weird shit. I made the news, the local news, and I haven't seen her. When I went to my first trial, dude, I was only eight months healed up. I hurt my back at the trial. I wasn't a full healed up or nothing. That picture they posted, I was 170. I didn't I, I didn't work out. I was still in my little depression state. I lost my car. I lost my job. I was sleeping under a freeway by my job. Just after that, I was sleeping under the freeway by my job to make it on time. You know, I've been through some shit, dude. I haven't seen my daughter. Like, Diaz, I, I understand. I'm not underestimating Diaz, bro. But, like, uh, the, the, I need this, you know? I need to bring awareness to the situation out here, and I need to get me a lawyer. That's all this is about, bro. I'm wearing a shirt that says I need a family lawyer. Like, that's all I want is somebody to help me go find my daughter and track it down. Because the system out here fucking sucks, man. And I know if I knock people out, people love that. So I know I know somebody's going to watch and want to help me. And that's that's my number one. My number two is my mother. Well, I can talk about that later, because that's more on a personal basis. But, man... It's, 
it's just those things, bro. My my daughter's about to turn four. You know, and I haven't seen it. I'm a very family person. I'm very family oriented. When was I'm the last ex- time? You, when was the last time you saw your daughter? About a year ago, and before that, it was like almost two years. I got shot March 23rd, and she turned one July 11th. Okay. And I I go ahead. So you. This is a, it's unusual that someone just like breezes over the fact that they got shot in a conversation. And if you don't mind, how did something like that happen? How did your baby's mama brother? Uh, um, shoot I, you? I never, how did this happen? I never met, I never met him. He was given up for adoption when he was younger, you know, and the mom was on drugs and shit like that. And when I met the daughter, I just seen someone that kind of grew up the same way I grew up. So I thought I could help him. What's up, my guy? I, I thought I could help him, you know? I mean, I thought I could help her, but it just, it didn't turn out to be what I thought it would be. And when I wanted to get away from the situation, because, dude, I've always, I've always, all I've ever wanted to do was just train, you know, just, just train. That's all I've been doing all these years. I just, out of the 12 months out of the year, I would train 10 months out of the year. I'm not bullshitting, but I'll just be in the street and I just wouldn't take it serious. You know, I would never take it serious, but it's just that situation, man, when, they got mad. I wanted to get away from them. The mom wasn't with that. And this one night, man, I, I'll message you when we get off to tell you more detail because I don't want that. This try to be public, man. But it was, I was just dropping her off and they were waiting for me. And we just got to a little high-speed chase. I dropped them off at McDonald's. I get my daughter and her mother a lift home. I go to the neighborhood just to get the address to the house so I could put a report. You know, because I'm not on no domestic violence shit. But I just needed to make reports. Next thing you know, when I turn on the block, they come in the opposite. And we go to high-speed chase. I try to turn. I didn't make the turn. I cross into a tree. They get out right here. He pistol with me. And in the movies, they hit you, they hit you, they take a step back, and they aim. As I'm on my back, I'm waiting for that moment to happen. I see him take it out. I tell myself, you're not going to get shot where it hurts. So roll over, motherfucker. Uh, Roll over. And I, and I did the distance to where he was. I'm not lying, bro. Like, this is crazy. I did the distance to where he was standing where the bullet was going to go. And it went in the bottom of my muscle, my back muscle, and came out the top. And it's a fingernail. This is the difference from my spine and the bullet Jesus. hole. Holy is my shit. thumb. Jesus and, Christ. And wow. that's the entrance. It, that was the entrance. And if I didn't roll over and I froze up like most people would have, I would have got shot directly in my chest. And I probably would have bled out on the curb. No. Well, thank God that didn't happen. Did he? No. Did just he took one shot and then what ran? No, they took. So they shot right, and I knew they were on drugs because I knew shit was gonna happen. But when they shot, the mom was like, my mother-in-law was like, what the fuck? My mom, my mother-in-law was like, what the fuck? And then that's when they kind of snapped out of like the drug mode, you know, the adrenaline when they're all hot on their fucking high horse, and the neighbors already coming out the house. So even if he wanted to try to do me in, he couldn't. The neighbors heard me crash. They heard the shot, and now they're coming out the house. It happened in the neighborhood. Yeah. Jeez. Dude, I'm not. I'm not lying. I'm not trying to just hype this up, bro. I I I took my shit off, tied myself up. I started airboxing. If you see on my Facebook page on the bottom, you will see where the picture where I got shot, and then you see the little um the screenshot of the news thing. In the trunk is my boxing gear. I was still living in my car type situation because I had to get away from her. 
She stabbed me in the neck before. She went to jail, man. I, I've been through some crazy domestic violence with this crazy girl. Jesus. I would yeah, say bro. so, man. That's an incredible story. And, and, like, you're so lucky to be alive. And now you have this opportunity to make something out of yourself. It's, uh, it's a pretty great story for sure. Um, my, mom, my mom's sleeping in the trailer, man. She got cancer, man. I'm not trying to cry me a river story, bro. But you know what I'm saying? Like, me and my mom, we have two day apart birthdays. You know, we, we look alike, man. I look just like my mother. And it's like, I'm not going to let her go out like that. You know, I'm not going to let my mom go out in no busted trailer. She, she's the only one that's ever got me. Mental health is real, you guys. I'm not playing because when I was younger, before anybody talked about that, my mom had me going into those places. I graduated anger management, six-week classes. I graduated that 11 times in a row. I, I, I don't get lost in the, in the, you know, and all that craziness. I, that, that's me, bro. These lies, all that shit, that's, that's me. When it comes down to it, it's just a fight, bro. I fought like that before in front of crowds. The only thing is I'm getting paid. I don't really care about the eyes. I just want the money, bro. That's all, all right. I care about. Let's talk about do fighting, you, okay? Do you mind if I bring that picture up? Would that, would you? Yeah, go ahead. You can bring it up. The one with the, with the bullet hole? Yeah. That's it right there? <laughs> yeah. Holy so on shit. the so the entry um, was by the spine and it came out the side. God yeah. damn! Jesus Christ! Fuck, man! All right, all right. Listen, <laughs> listen, guys. Hold on a second. I'm gonna address our audience for a second. You guys watch this show every fucking week, okay? You guys know that we talk to people about their lives and their life stories. So shut the fuck up. Let us do what we do, okay? We will talk about fighting in a second. Stop telling us how to run the show. We listen to everybody else's life story. Listen to them. Fuck off. Okay. What he said, motherfucker. Now, Damn. with that said, with that said, you guys all know Bing that's bong. how the show goes. That's how the show goes. We will talk about fighting now. Okay. You have a Go fight ahead. with David Diaz coming up. Uh, yes. Tell us a little bit about your style of boxing. Would you say you have a similar style to David Diaz, or are you more of a technical boxer like Kid Gotti? Who would you compare yourself to? in the BKFC at the moment? Um, I say Gotti. Kid Gotti. That guy, so, he's clean. He's crispy. Yeah. Straight so, shots. So you're talking you're talking technical. Because I'm going to tell you right now, David Diaz, we're friends with David Diaz on the show as well. He came on. He gives us great interviews and, and everything. His one fight, I would tell you that if on a, on a technical standpoint, David Diaz is a wild fighter. He is a gassed pedal to the floor, high energy, drive forward, Joey Diaz type fighter. I mean, a, a Joey Beltran type fighter. Um, he's not the most technical. So game plan yourself against him. I'm not trying to tell you to give us your game plan, but you're going to try to. No, pick I, I'll match. give you my game plan. I, I like to tell people everything. I'll give you my game plan. Because there's no way, anyway, he ain't gonna beat me. My game plan is I'm gonna stop bothering, I'm gonna see what he got. I'm gonna play with him. You guys gonna see the way I move? It's different from boxing. People don't like it's different, bro. I scrap, man. This is what I do. When I fight bare knuckle in these streets, I don't just randomly fight people. I fight six foot four people who know how to scrap, man. I'm not over here just doing dumb shit in the street looking like a fool. You know, like I'm scrapping, scrapping. If we're scrapping, like, it's straight shots, bro. There's, there's nothing. I'm going to go at him. If he wants to stand there and box with me, we could box, which I doubt it. If he wants to bang, bro, I guarantee you he's going to drop. He can't, he can't stand there with me and throw punches. But I'm not judging him. I don't want, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. 
because like as a professional even if it's my first fight i've been thinking i was a professional for years so i treat this right i'm looking at david diaz as if i'm about to fight fucking um reggie if i'm about to fight travis if i'm, if I'm about to fight jared like i am treating this fight like that because you can never know what could happen you know Diaz has a gas tank you know he's, he's gonna come and i want flawless victory I don't want to be doing spins like that Viking princess did. I don't want to get gassed out and do crazy shit. Nah, man. All, everything that I be talking and all the craziness on how I talk, I got to back that up. You know, I'm not going to be like these other fighters talking all this craziness from Arizona like Lou, like David. And then they go in there and they take these hours and embarrassing the state. And all they do online is bash me. A lot of these fighters are bashing me, but when they do their fight, they don't have a good performance. You know, they're not out here doing like the work. They want to bash me, but no. So my my prediction for this, I'm sorry, I talk a lot, but my prediction is I drop him before the second round. Um, we're not going the distance for sure. We're not going the third round. It's gonna and, be uh, a very interesting first round. I'll give you that. What I thought was very interesting about your upcoming fight, and I saw Ryan Perez talking about it. You're going the you're going the Bobo Bannon type route. With uh, you're gonna have Brandon Lambert in your corner wearing a Bluetooth, wearing headphones and a Bluetooth, right? And Ryan Perez is gonna be watching from home, co- coaching you, coaching you over the over over a phone, correct? Yes, right? sir. That's uh, I'm on it right now. that's um, that's it. That's interesting. And like when we first heard that Bobo was doing that, we we were very skeptical about it. We're like, man, how can you possibly be coached by somebody who's watching it on TV? But since Bobo has done that, he's three and oh, and he's on this fucking role in the heavyweight division. So we'll see how this goes. Um, who's, whose plan was it? Did you ask Ryan to do this or did <laughs> no, Ryan, Ryan uh, offer it? The, he, he, he mentioned it, but because I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I don't have that Conor McGregor money for him yet. It's pretty much what it is. It's, I kind of, you know what I mean? Ryan be too busy though making his boss moves here and there, left and right. You know, so he doesn't have time for my cheap ass to go corner my fight right now. In exact words, you know, I'm using his words. For my cheap ass right now, but, you know what I mean? For my next fight, that's, that's, he's going to be there, man. He's going to be there. It's just, man, there. I'm, I'm taking an L on the pay, which is cool because it's my first fight. That's why this is all I got, bro. I'm not doing no sponsors. You know who my sponsor is? My little brother who showed me the flyer to the tryout, and he gambles online. That's how he makes his money. That's my sponsor, my little brother who's been believing in me since day one, man. That's my sponsor. I know all these sponsors are going to come after, you know, but it's cool. That's why I have this one performance, bro. This is the only shot I got. It's all I got, bro. It's just one shot, man, to make everything different. So you don't, you're not signed to any management companies or anything like that. Just so this is like dollar, you're saying, dollar. this is this is your showcase to try to get signed somewhere and start making some money. Yeah, and it's getting signed somewhere, but it's more like I want to get signed somewhere, but I don't want. I'm, I'm not just a regular other fighter, man. Like these other um, sponsors and shit. If they sponsor other fighters, like if they're sponsoring my opponent, I'm never gonna fuck with them. I'm just weird like that. I take shit personal, you know. I'm not just a regular, I don't know, man. I just don't want a regular sponsor. I want shit that I believe in, you know? Not just something I'm going to get a check. I get money in the future. I'm not tripping about that. I just, I stand by some things. You know, things, I don't know. Maybe I'm weird, but I just got some things I stand by. 
So, let me ask you this. Uh, this fight is at 135 pounds, correct? Yes. Uh, is that going to be your home in the BKFC, or are you trying to move up or down 125, 35, 45, any of those? Or? Um, I... I'll do not 145. Yeah, I'll fuck around and do 125, 135 right now, and I work my way up. You know, my end, my end weight of my career. I want to end it at 155 to be honest, because I walk around like 170, 160. So, a, but right, is it, is it a tough cut for you, or are you used to uh, to making these cuts? Yeah, dude. I um. When I was 170, I did a few weight cuts just to see my body. Like right now, I'm five pounds away from being on weight. Like I know it's early, but like, dude, yeah, I okay. eat a lot and I work out a lot. So but you're, like, five, you're five pounds away with. I'd say that's good. 20 days, almost 20 days to go, right? 18, whatever, 20 days. So. Mm -hmm. It's a little early, but I still eat. I make up. I make up for it every day. Sounds good. Hey, so, so Kyle, what do you yeah. think is going to happen in this fight? What do you see? What do you see happen in this fight? Because I think that this is going to be one of those crazy ass fucking truck on Carson fights that we just saw, just like David Diaz's first fight, where these guys are going to be running into each other full force, just swinging like a maniacs. I, I feel like this is going to be, I feel like maybe not like, I'm not saying like, that you're just going to not use any technicality, but I just feel like you guys, the way you guys are going to come at each other is going to be fireworks. And we're, we're going to remember this round, this first round. It's, it might be the round of the year. I mean, is it too early to say? I'm trying face off. He's not, we're not doing, I know, I know people love that shit. The face to face. I don't, I don't like people getting in my bubble. I'm going to give them arm distance. I don't need to do all that crazy shit. I know they're going to like it, but man, I just, I'm not letting nobody, all that antique shit that he's doing is not gonna work with me. You know, he, he's not gonna bully somebody. He's not gonna scare me. He's gonna come soon for the fences, cause man, man, I'm not trying to hit this pretty face, man. I'm not trying to get no cuts in my face. So I'm, I don't plan on getting hit, man. You can't stand there and bare knuckle, man. I, I'm trying to go to after parties. I'm trying to see what's popping in Mississippi. You know, I can't be going to no. You know, they ain't gonna work for me, man. I gotta stay pretty. Gotta stay pretty. I, I hear you. I hear you. Gonna take some some pictures of the fans afterwards. Nah, but let me yeah, ask man. you. Let me ask you a question. Um, you obviously have watched Diaz versus uh, Rogerio's Rogeri's fight. Um, mm -hmm. I'm sure you've watched it more than once to to you know get a good idea on him. Uh, what did you think about that fight? And do you think that? What did you think about the decision in that fight? Do you think Diaz won that fight? I think. In the pressure, in the heart, yeah. Um, I think the with those drops might have hurt him, but those spins Spencer did a few times, and him dropping his hands, and he was almost he almost went out. Diaz almost had him, you know. He had a little bit more power, a little like a little bit more in him. Diaz might would have been able to knock him down, and I think it was a close fight. But if it wasn't a tie. Um, I say Diaz won that, but I, I don't think Spencer. I know a lot of people wish Spencer would have won, but I don't think Spencer won that. It could have been a tie, but I don't think Spencer took that W. Let me let me ask you. Um, you said uh, all the antics. You don't play all the antics and stuff, but I got honestly say 
has has there been any online like beef back and forth between you and Diaz? Because I personally haven't seen him piping up too much this time, um, like, like he did with Spencer. Not necessarily. Um, he has a beef with um, David Morgan, and that's the only thing he talks about um, about just having more heart than David Morgan. Because I seen I seen um, I seen Diaz at the tryouts. I was at the same tryouts as he was. He he like I when I seen him walking around with his little let's go Pedro attitude, you know it. It's like um, I gotta tame him. He's like a bull or like a fucking crazy goat or you know what I mean. Something you just gotta hold. You like, grab him in the headlock and put his ass down. That's how I look like that is. But you got you guys no animosity between you two or? Uh... Oh yeah, oh there's, yeah, there's. I don't. I think he knows what's coming. He's talking a good game. Like we'll talk shit back and forth. He'll say some things. I guess he'll go on live mentioning me, saying he's gonna knock me out. He's gonna make me famous. A highlight, all types of crazy ass shit he's saying. But there's nothing more like I don't know. He can't really build from that. I'm just gonna. He's gonna talk to a wall. He tells me, "Fuck you, you stupid ass." I tell him, "I love you, sweetheart." Let me rub my nuts across your head. You know, I say dumb <laughs> shit. You know, it's like you ain't gonna hurt me, bro. Uh, not coming. Do you? Yeah, cop coming. Is 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 Morgan? Is David Morgan? Isn't he from Arizona? Is he from out like your yes. way? He is. I was right? gonna say that, Kyle, because I saw I don't something. Know I saw something. Do you, how do you how so? David Morgan and David Diaz have a beef with each other. And the other day I saw you mention something about not being David Morgan's fighter. What is that all about? Uh, how do you, how are you guys connected like that? Because like, uh, so I seen David Morgan at tryouts and after he lost the fight, I told him, let me get, after he lost Travis fight, I told him, yo, get me that Travis fight. I want to fight Travis. And that's how I started talking shit because I wanted to fight Travis. And me and David were cool. I did a, a little sparring video on my Instagram. David asked me if I can go spar somebody that weekend, and I went. And I wasn't really training, and I did a spar. They had me warm up, bro, for three fucking hours before I went in there. You know what I'm saying? I'm waiting. I'm thinking I'm the first fight. They're like, no. They weren't scheduled right. There are all types of craziness going on. And that's how you got the sparring video. But he would just mention doing comments. Like, if somebody would post about me or um, on the BKFC um, fighters page or whatever, he would, like, initiate himself into the conversation as if we're associated like that you know and and i asked him to corner me because i needed a corner you know and um it just didn't work out you know it just it was it wouldn't have been a good look on me to have david morgan and he has bad habits you know it's just some personal shit i'm not trying to put him out there but he needs to take accountability for his actions and shit that he does man and he just cries wolf too much i don't like the way he carries himself he doesn't represent us right right you know, he cries wolf. He, he wants to be accepted by everybody. And, like, I, it's not about being, like, a villain or something, but it's like, bro, do you think? Don't care about what everybody else says, man. You know, you don't need acceptance. You don't got to explain yourself to these people. Mind your fucking business and go in the gym. Stop thinking you got to defend yourself. But, yeah, man, it's just, I don't like the way he carries himself. And he cries, he cries wolf too much. I, dude, I like your energy. I like your attitude. Um, I know that Ryan Perez kept saying that you, uh, you're all, you're all heart and balls is what he kept saying. You almost like the old Kevin Garnett thing, grit and balls, grit and balls. But he said, you're all heart and balls. No matter what he said, when you guys were sparring, you and Kid Gotti were sparring, he had to basically stop that, you know, cause, uh, yeah, like, like every what? time he, every time he thought you were done, you'd get, you, you'd keep going. And he was like, okay, that's enough. 
<laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah, you proved yourself. Just, you're good, man. You're good. Yeah. Man, yeah, those guys, man. Jared, Jared's giving me some tips. You know, Jared hit me up on this fight, too. You know what I mean? Like, what I have to learn like, in this game is separate the difference. You know, like, I never really had friends like that, you know, in general. So, in this fight game, I'm treating everybody as, like, if it's an enemy when it's, it's, it's business, you know? There's some cool people out there, some cool fighters out there, even if we're in the same weight class. So this is a lot. It's like learning, self-developing shit for myself, too. So, yeah, man, if I yeah. make any mistakes, this everyone watching this, bro, if I make any mistakes in the future, if I say some dumb shit, I mean it. You know, I'm never going to take back anything I say because I'm going to mean it. But just like, I know I don't know everything, but I know I'm not no idiot and I know I'm meant to be here. So I'm going to make myself known. And that's just how I am. Outstanding. How old are you, Albert? I'm 26. I just look 26. like a baby. 26. I was going to say, you look like yeah. you're about 18 years old. Um, all right. Well, you know what, man? Let me ask. Let me ask the audience. Uh, did I talk? Do we talk enough about fighting, or should we keep talking about fighting? <laughs> Damn. I just. I just. I need was to riled up. No, 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 no. I need to know that. I need to know. Okay, that's good. We'll move on. <laughs> hey, Albert. Love your personality. Love your energy. We're going to ask you a couple off-topic questions. Have a little fun with you. All right. It's called a speed round. Let's do this. Albert, number one, what is something that you do in your everyday life that would be the hardest for you to give up? Uh, damn. Boxing? <laughs> There's nothing else, man. It's like, that's the only thing There's. Anything else, it wouldn't be hard because I know I, if it's a give up, I, I, it's a mental shit that I'm just like, adios. Um, soda, maybe. You could say soda. Soda. Oh, Hershey's. Almond Hershey's. Dude, I've been addicted to that shit. I don't know why. <laughs> but I'm not playing. I eat like five king-sized Hershey's a day sometimes. I try not to do it, but it's, <laughs> it's my thing, bro. I'm not playing. So, do you, do you drink coffee or anything or do you... Uh... Or you just get all hyped up on on Hershey's chocolate sugar rush? Yeah, um, I I don't really drink coffee. I'm not. It's never been my thing. Um, I drink a. I used to drink a Red Bull and a Hershey's. That was just my thing. Red Bull or Hershey's, and I'm good. Red Bull and vodka. That's what I like to drink. Hey. <laughs> yeah, Mike's got the same problem, but with Tito, with Tito's. <laughs> Number two. All right. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would you live? Africa. You know Africa. whereabouts in Africa? Um, whatever. Uh, where everybody go to? Place, there's one specific place that you're like, damn, I want to go there, you know? I don't know what part in general, yeah, but I just know I want to go to Africa. I want to yeah. move to Africa. I it's hear the, you. They had a Djibouti. Djibouti, yeah. Djibouti, with anywhere where they chop you up, I'm not fucking with that. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, if you could swap lives with any celebrity, which one would you choose and why? Uh, la, 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 la. Canelo Alvarez. Because guy, why not? Yeah, because you, you can figure out why. Because he's the best boxer on the planet right now, and he pretty makes $50 million a fight. That's about it. Yes, sir. <laughs> Sounds like a horrible That's life. Much. What has been the single craziest experience you've had since you started this bare knuckle journey? Um, actually having when I two of them when I was in the tryout, I almost walked out of the trap because I had one of those like real moments with yourself, like what the fuck are you doing here? 
And then the next one was when I actually went to Florida to meet Ryan and Jared. Like, I've never been to no other state before like that. I've never been. I just bought a freaking ticket, got me a hotel in the, like, in the most hoodest neighborhood, not knowing, you know? So those are the two craziest things that happened to me, is actually, like, trusting myself to do these things. That's awesome, man. Did you go to Win- you got did you go to like Winwood while you were down there? Did you see um, like the graffiti and uh, go to all that the uh, the cool like uh, bars and they, they it, that Winwood area is fantastic. It's no, I, I I I was mostly in Fort Lauderdale. Okay, yeah, yeah, I, I I was in Fort Lauderdale for the majority of the time. I moved around. I went out there like on a little budget, so I was like, yo. I thought I was about to do all this crazy shit, but when you go out there and you train, and then, like, I thought everything was close to each other. No. It's not close to each no other way. at all. I was like, yeah. damn. It's yeah. still nice in Fort Lauderdale, though. It's beautiful there. Oh, yeah, it is. I don't know about the humidity, though. I ain't fucking with that yet, but it's cool. I love Florida, man. I'll go back again for sure. Yeah. All right, man. And last question for you. January 28th, after you weigh in, what is your ideal post weigh-in meal once you make weight january 28th what are you trying I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do a, um, i'm gonna pull out of david morgan's book and i'm gonna go do a fucking buffet <laughs> i'm gonna go do chicken wings chicken strips onion rings all types of crazy shit like a like an unprofessional guy though yeah but you know nah. what? it's funny you say that because there was a buffet at the casino in new york right we were there, right? We were there. There were fighters that went to that buffet after the weigh-ins, but there was also David Morgan that went to the pizza eating contest. If they didn't broadcast that on the internet, like what's the difference between a pizza eating contest and somebody going to a buffet and eating as much as they fucking want? To be you know honest, I, mean? I think people ate more at the buffet than he did at that fucking five-minute contest. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we see like, like uh, it's... They gotta understand, not all clout is good clout, you know. Sometimes you gotta chill for a little bit. Maybe post that after the fight. But uh, my post-fight meal, I don't know, man. I haven't. I'm barely learning all this meal shit. Um, I can tell you, my fight night weight is probably gonna be the same as my weigh-in weight. I can tell you that. I'm not. I'm not planning on getting try to gain more weight. I'm gonna stay the same. I probably eat something light, a little chicken. You know what I'm saying? Some asparagus. Nothing crazy. All right, so you fight on the 29th. You weigh in on the 28th. No pizza eating contest. Go do your thing. Put on a show. You come with a certain level of energy and a background story that makes us very interested in you. When Ryan Perez says that you have the same... I, he said, what did he say? You and Diaz are very similar in the ring, but you have more heart and balls. I'm interested in seeing that in action and i believe that the two of you you know like 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 this mike be just a good said, fight like mike just said this is the first card of 2022 and we have a potential fight of the night candidate on our hand already so go ahead and that's do what's thing. that's what happened last time right take your take a minute here shout out some people uh thank whoever you want to thank and we'll let you get on your way all right uh, hey, top it off, too. I'm on the pay-per-view card. That's one hell of a professional debut, ain't it? Fuck yeah. Um, That's awesome. Boss shit. Shout out to Slaughterhouse. Those guys, all of them. 
I appreciate all of them. Shout out to Ryan Perez and Nate Shook and just giving me, I mean, the opportunity. Shout out to my city because they fucking with me and they love me and they can't wait for me to come home. Because, dude, I'm out of this city getting crazy, man, for my debut, man. They didn't, it's, it's, it's been a long time coming. So just shout out to everyone that's ever messed with me and shout out to people that don't like me because you motivate me every day and I love all of you. And that's, that's all on, man. I ain't got much to say about that. Just watch my fight. It's going to be crazy. Hell yeah. Can't hey, wait. I can't well, wait. We put your social medias at the bottom. We tell everybody, make sure you follow Albert on Instagram and Facebook. And I don't know if you have a TikTok or anything like that. But if you no, do, I need to, though. Yeah, everyone's got those nowadays. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, go ahead, follow him. Tune in on January 29th when he fights David Diaz. It should be a banger. And thank you very much for coming on the show tonight, Albert. I appreciate you. No problem. You guys have a good night. All right, brother. Have a good one. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. All day. Man, I love some of the stories behind this. And hey, I apologize, Andrew. And Kyle's going wild tonight. I don't give Jesus a, you know what? Christ, what the fuck's listen, going on? They took listen, me by surprise. Shit. I think we're over here doing a good interview, my friend. That's it. I know Andrew doesn't like the kid. Andrew, you're gonna have to take that up with him on your own, okay? Okay. <laughs> All right. You know, you don't hijack our shit. Anyways, awesome story with him. Awesome background. AJ Morales, very cool dude. Been in the game for a very long time. Um, interested to see him in his debut at Cage Wars. Uh, Albert, the 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 getting shot that I from that shit is fucking crazy. His background nuts, is dude. is nuts. Um, I saw Ryan Perez talking about Albert, and he was like, "This kid." is out in the fields like working in arizona he's like out in the fucking hot sun fields doing whatever the hell grunt work that he does during the day and then he's leaving there and then he's going to the gym and he's at the gym all night long and you know what i mean it's like you know kid's got a lot of heart he's got a daughter to fight for he has a crazy ex-girl that you know obviously did some shit to him stabbed him in his neck and had him to get Jesus shot it's just fuck. absolutely fucking insane and um god it's insane is right yeah i'm just really looking forward to it yeah i think it's gonna andrew, be a good andrew one says he doesn't want this okay andrew we will let you get a few words in here <laughs> so uh, why real don't quick i was gonna butt in real quick because if anybody's watching this you want to throw up in the background the main event is on right now yep. of this Zapatella versus Delboni too. The rematch of the split decision. Uh, the third round right now. Yep. And um, the first round man. was pretty close, man. And like I'll tell you right now, Alicia was doing some acrobatics and the grappling on the on the on the on the floor in that first round. I haven't been paying attention to the second round, but it's a standing banger right now in the third. Um, where the fuck? So you were talking about. Uh, Letting Andrew Toppin get some words in here. Yeah, Andrew. Um, isn't Malo your boy? Like, go to. Ja- I was thinking about that. Go it to was Jacksonville. Like or go to Jackson, Mississippi. Albert. Go to Jackson, Mississippi. Brandon's also friends with. Toppin. Be there live for the fight. Yeah, be there live for the fight. And Ryan Perez has a gym that Malo's at. And I was like trying to like put all these together. And yeah, I was like, yeah, wait, yeah. What there's the a lot of, con- so there's a lot of so. connecting links there, man. <laughs> if you guys want to fight, I'm sure you can fight. And Ryan Perez says, 
I'd pay for the Andrew and Albert fight. See, there you go. Money back. After, after Albert's fight with David, I have a I have a really good feeling that that is going to be a fucking crazy uh this fucking thing again. Okay. Love face XYZ jerk off a whatever. <laughs> what okay. Well, yeah, that? I had to block them earlier cuz it was something else like something weird. I got uh, it. Yeah. So anyways, if, it. you know, <laughs> you know, I think uh I think Diaz and and him will put on a good show, but you know, if Top wants to fight him after call him out after all fell are mandatory where I'm from. Um, yeah, awesome, awesome interview tonight. Thank you yeah. to both of them guys for coming on. Absolutely. Tomorrow night we have Alan Belcher, we have Quentin Hero Henry, and uh, Kyle Glasheen came. I mean, uh, rescheduled with us from tonight. He had something pop up. He was supposed to come on tonight. He will be on the show tomorrow night following Alan Belcher. So nine o'clock tomorrow night. We got the hero on Quentin Henry. Uh, actually, actually, we have where are we at tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, eight thirty. What do we have? Eight thirty. Quentin Henry. Oh, and Alan's that- on at nine. Nine thirty is Mende Kukalevsky. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but I hope I am. <laughs> and then okay. at ten o'clock, we have Kyle Glasheen. Holy shit, we got four fighters tomorrow night. I didn't even yes. know that. See? See how out of the loop I've been? Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, guys. Um, but I'm feeling better. Obviously, I was a little fired up tonight. And uh, <laughs> and I wanted to thank you guys for uh, tuning in, as always. I was laughing because Big Ben earlier said something when you were <laughs> you got mad. You got mad, and then Big Ben said, like, oh, something about COVID Kyle. I don't know where it is. It's way up here somewhere. I'm not going to be able to find it, but it was pretty funny. I started laughing. I was like, oh, that came out of nowhere, but it was great. So good moment. Maybe we'll take that and clip it out. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, no, Andrew Toppin, you do not have me shook, you motherfucker. You don't. And we'll have a conversation when I see you, buddy. No, I'm just fucking with you. I'm just fucking with you. Blame it on the vid. Student out of the week is Kyle, according to Larry Davis. Great guest, Susan Walker. Thank you. And uh, you want us to just hang out and, and, like, fight companion this fucking main event? Or do you want to get out of here, Mike? Dude, I don't give a shit. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Let's right. go. We, we got two hours tomorrow. So We got two hours tomorrow night. So with that said, we'll see you tomorrow night. Peace.